Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our PH Factor podcast. This morning, I'm joined by the lovely Brie Webster from Active Ingredients, and uh, we're talking all things microbiome. And she'll be talking about her distributor and some of the great ingredients that her distributor, CLR, um, have on offer for you. So welcome, Brie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, and pleasure to be here. I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know what? It's just a casual chat. So it's really so all of our, our viewers um, at home can get a better understanding of what the microbiome is because we hear that word quite a lot at the moment, especially like in relation to, to food and, you know, it's it's sort of bounced around everywhere. So we just wanted to, to get your input because, you know, you're, you're the expert um, in regards to the ingredients that you carry. So what is the microbiome, if you wanted just to give us a quick snapshot? Yeah, so um, a quick snapshot would be that it's, it is really important, not only to our inner health, but also to our skin health, um, our outer health. We um, know that, um, and I'll, I've got some lovely facts uh, from CLR that provide the ingredients that uh, I distribute for. And we know that um, we carry about three to four kilos of bacteria on our skin and mm. our skin, uh, sorry, on our, in it, within our body. But our skin is the largest organ and a large majority of, of that portion live on our skin. And it's really important that they're in harmony. And it's really important to have a good balance between good and back bad bacteria on our skin in order for it to be at prime health. Mm -hmm. um, it plays an important role. And we know that throughout, you know, even the last 10 years, if you look at the inner health range of pro and prebiotics advertised, that's evolving. Um, and we're sort of being there talking about this microbiome for a little time, maybe three, four years, importantly, in the last um, for skincare, but we're yeah. seeing this really involve. And I think that's because our skin is our largest organ. It's hugely important to our well-being um, and it, um, people are really taking the time to understand if they're under pressure or stress that they need to also look at this as a way of um, balancing out some of their skin conditions that they're, they're feeling at the time, whether it be their sensitivity or the way their body's reacting to the external or internal um, factors. Um, I'd have to agree with you. And I think sometimes we do forget that the skin is the largest organ. And, you know, what we've been through over the last two years with people being in, you know, sort of in a, in a lockdown environment and a really high stress environment, whether, you know, it's because people are worried about their health, their jobs, their families, their loved ones, um, you know, a lot of these skin conditions then sort of manifest themselves um, you know, or, or, you know, all the things manifest themselves through the skin. So I think it's really important. I agree with you. Yes, you know, microbiome and ingredients that help with the microbiome are always, uh, we're starting to make a dent into the market, but I think it's so much more prevalent now. Yeah, I think it's evolved. I think it's so, um, I guess to say it's it's now, it's not a trend. It's no. not something that's going to flash in and flash out. It's it's definitely a movement. And that's something I was I was going to ask a little bit later on, whether you see it as a trend, but let's let's get down to that, you know, later on down the line. Um, I was just hoping you'd, you'd help us with, you know, how can CLI help, you know, our brand owners communicate um, the microbiome to our cup to their customers or to, you know, to us as brand owners, as um, development chemists, as manufacturers, where we get a lot of people wanting to use these ingredients um, for their own brands. 
So CLR have a fabulous website. Um, it's not only talking about the individual agreement agree, ingredients, but they're also talking about lots of, they have lots of blog posts. Um, if you want to uh, get in touch, we can definitely support you with position papers around oh, this topic. So um, first of all, I guess, go and have a look at the blog posts. The blog posts are around topics with regards to this, this particular movement, but also understanding microbiome. It's evolved over time and it's and it's always constantly changing. They're, they're always at the forefront of the research um, and they've got a couple of really key scientists there that produce readily accessible blogs on their site to help direct you. Um, they are also really great at providing um, position papers that can be accessed with regards to just topics around, not necessarily the ingredients, but what skin microbiome is. Um, they can't be accessed through the website. We, they're accessed through people like um, myself and we can share those with them to help create the story and the understanding um, of those ingredients. Um, and also help with how we communicate those to our customers, because that's also evolving too. Just like gut health, this skincare, we need to, there's a really great post on there or blog post there regarding how we educate our consumer in this area. Um, really well written. Uh, and um, it's all about our duty to educate our customers on what we're doing and why we're doing it. And I, and I think that's really important, Brie, because we often just hear terminology that's tossed around um, and there is a lot of confusion around what people should be using or brand owners should be using in their products to give them some sort of efficacy um, with, with my ingredients that are going to help the microbiome. Um, so, you know, my, my question is, and I think you answered it <laughs> prior, uh, do you think it's here to stay or do you think it's, such, it's just another fat? <laughs> No, definitely not. I, I agree. It's not a trend. It's a movement. Um, as there's plenty of, I guess, uh, um, talk around the markets, but if you really want to have a look um, at um, data with regards to talking points, then I think you'll see that there's more launches in this space um, day by day as we go forward. So definitely a movement. I think um, with the new or the last in cosmetics um, Asia happening in a month, we will definitely see this topic still there and, and still prevalent. And is it just, are you seeing it just in like clients using this just in skincare or are you seeing it in like Hair care or body care? What? Yes. Yeah, so the latest, the latest data for one of the ingredients for for uh, CLR has evolved itself just from being a skincare agent and is now in scalp care. Mm. Um, you know, I, I I like to say, and I I don't know where I got it from, but it, I definitely agree with it. This the scalp is just um a, a, our skin with a forest on it. In my case, a very <laughs> dense forest, um, and it can get out of balance um, just due to the amount of washing or non-washing or the type of shampoo that I'm using or conditioner. I think that um, the data has proved there that we need to look after our scalp just as much. So we have ingredients there that can look after your skin and your scalp. And we'll see that evolve in, in over time um, as well, because when we have a scalp issue, it's usually due to an imbalance um, of, of, of the skin's health. Yeah, and we often take that for granted. And it's only now, I've been doing this for a really long time, you know, almost 17 years. Um, and we see trends and fads come and go, but and I totally agree with you, it's definitely here to stay, but scalp health is becoming really um, 
just really prevalent. Yeah. And I think people are now, like you said, they've realised, hold on, that's just an extension of, you know, of my body, of my of my face. And people are now starting to become more aware of, you know, looking after their scalp because there are a lot of, you know, conditions attached to, um, you know, things that can irritate the scalp or, or scalp health, if you like. So I think, yeah, that's it's really exciting. It's a really exciting space to be in because, um, you know, everyone wants to have healthy looking skin and luscious hair. And obviously part of that is is looking after. It's just not the cosmetic um, aesthetic of it. It's really about looking after, you know, the the organ itself, if you like. Yeah, in its, it's, in its entirety, no matter where it is, yeah, keeping it in balance. And and tell us a little bit about the claim. So if we're using CLR ingredients and our and our brand owners are wanting to make specific claims, can they use the trade names? Is there a this is something we get asked all the time? Um, you know, they want to make these claims. Obviously, you know, we don't want to make any therapeutic claims, but claims that, you know, if they're cosmetic claims that we can claim based on what your data suggests, is that yeah. something that CLR yeah. uh you know allow us to do they will definitely can support and help and give a little bit of direction um you can also do a little bit of research yourself there's a um uh, a website called in uh, international scientific association of um probiotics and prebiotics and they've got a little infograph here telling you what um it is because we often get asked around the terminology pre uh pro and post um and and to be honest in my experience, that's evolved a bit over time, but now there's a real, really good definition and access to data. Um, and CLR do um, talk about that in one of their blog posts that you can get access to this. And then they also have some really nice blog posts on claims as well. Um, and if you really are really, really unsure and you just want to check, I'm sure CLR will be happy to have a look and maybe give some suggestions. It's a re really tricky environment um, with regards to claims as well, because what you can claim here in Australia will be different to the EU, will be different to the US. So um, they deal with customers globally, so they can sort of um, use their experience to help guide there as well. So, But there is um, a great blog post on... Um, pre, pro and postbiotics and, and which order we should use them in and, and with reference to really key websites that are going to help guide us as well. Fantastic. And just in a snapshot, I know that, you know, you probably would, would probably be best to go to the blog post. Can you give us a snapshot as to what the difference is or the terminology because it is confusing? Is that something that you can share with us or do you prefer us to, to look at the information that's presented on our well, I see what I see. Yeah, well, I do. Yeah, but the postbiotic is probably where it is at just because it's true to the definition for the skincare. A postbiotic is derived from a biotic relating to living organisms or post after meaning. And it and it really um, talks about um, the assessment of the safety and also that it's a deliberate process to terminate cell viability must be applied and the final probiotic must be contained in inactivated microbiology cells so it's not active so that's where i think the difference is some okay. people like it's like yogurt right yeah. yogurt live and then we have lots of on-shelf um capsules that you can take and they're not live so we need to be clear about um when our cosmetics that when it's 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 i think post is definitely and is regarded as the word we use uh now to describe um 
what we're using in our skincare um, as ingredients. So I think that's definitely evolved and we can see that even in the food arena as well because people people don't necessarily want to keep things in the fridge for, for food, for health. They want to carry it in their bag so they remember to take it. So we've seen it evolve from a live to a, to a, um, a post so to speak as well especially if you're traveling or you know if you're you're going to you know to work you don't want to specifically have to carry sort of like a fridge bag or a freezer bag to to carry ingredient you know products that are healthy for you so I think it's it's a great thing um from from a convenience perspective if we can get the same we get the same outcome from from the actual product Yeah. yeah Yeah, and I think I do think we definitely can get the same outcome, um, and uh, it's it's you know I don't know how we'd go again transporting live bacteria anyway. So I think um, post is definitely the right the right way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And can you also give us a snapshot of some of your hero ingredients that you have in the CLR portfolio? Some of those raw materials that would be beneficial for our brand owners to explore. Yeah, so um, that'd be great. I love that opportunity. Um, Pro Renew Complex um, is the definite- Oh, I love that ingredient. It's amazing. <laughs> to, to be honest, I'm using it again um, lately as well in a in a day and night cream. I think it's a, a great ingredient to give yourself love that it. luminosity and and re- renew that you need. Boost. Um, it's there um, is essential for the anti aging process. So speeding up the desquamation process that we have naturally in our skin that actually slows down over time. So that's mainly what it's for. It's there to um, also create a better barrier um, in the skin so that we have less um, external factors impacting our skin as well. Um, there, I think the the we've been promoting it in skincare for a number of years now, but I think the the key stake is that they've gone back, CLR have gone back and done the research and realised that we can actually use it in scalp care and wash off care in um, um, shampoo, um, uh, conditioner range, if you like, um, to in order to create the homeostasis we need on our scalp to have improved um, scalp and hair. Uh, and essentially, I think that's, you know, a great involvement because if you've got a brand and you want to use it in skincare, it's an ingredient that you can also use in, in, in a hair care treatment as well. Um, as a line extension. Yeah, as a line extension, yeah. yeah. And it's really important that you can multi-use some ingredients so that you're, when you're starting out, you can you can grow with that. And I, I do love the fact that they go back and they have a look at the data and they'll they'll put out new data with regards to an ingredient and give you another angle. Um, the other one that's really interesting is probiobalance. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's there to for nutrition. Um, it's there to reduce skin's inflammation. Um, and it's got a really interesting study how they put the skin under stress at one day and then repeated the same process at day nine. And the skin's response to that external implied stress was so much less than the initial stress compared to placebo and and um yeah yeah cortisol or is that a different technology or or uh so they were using sds to on the nasal labial folds and then Mm -hmm. um on day one and then on day nine they did it again um and you can see that the skins was reactivity um burning stinging itching was less on day nine so it's really important that if um if you were looking at a um, an inflammation or a sensitivity product you can obviously balance the microbiome and then slowly have a change on how our body reacts to the external stresses that we might be exposed to on a daily basis fantastic 
we've been in the, you know, working with, you know, sort of, we call it now pro-aging, but that's a whole anti-aging, you know, space for a really long time. And that was the biggest question. There were clients who wanted to use products that were great for sensitive skin or that would wouldn't irritate a sensitive skin at, with at the same time having those anti-aging benefits, which um I think, yeah, this this kind of solves that problem. Yeah, it does. Um yeah, I I I uh personally benefited from this ingredient. Um, you know, there's a you know you get a a, a rash or a breakout down here and you just want to calm it down. Um I I can definitely say from personal experience that that's what it does. And yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, a milk-based um, postbiotic of bifida cultures and suspended in um, um, biological actives. So it's 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 definitely there, but I really do think that the, the data is there to support and then to go back and, and re-irritate the data and just have that skin and have a look at that data and see that we're really performing yeah. um, with that. So that was pro-biobalance. That's fantastic because, you know, within that sort of, you know, the, the client or the or the target market who's interested in sort of that anti-aging sort of um products are also that those clients that are are going through hormonal changes and in that age bracket where they're starting to hit you know those hormonal changes and your skin does you know you're starting to see rosacea it needs yeah. it, it needs more it needs more um and you know you probably skin's the biggest indicator that you're 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 in that bracket because all of a sudden what you're what you're using doesn't you know really cut it anymore you really have to start moving your skincare ranges into into um i guess uh more targeted for your age and there's some really great blogs out there um on the CLR website for hormonal ch- hormonal changes and menopause and the, yeah. the ingredients we can use in those spaces so you know we get our skin gets aged we really need to move through with the enhancing our desquamation natural desquamation process and speeding that back up we need to calm it down to sensitivity because we're, we're having our hormonal changes as well so there's a lot we can do and it's also very thirsty so there's a whole market out there for ingredients with regards to actually moisturizing actives as well so we can we can lead through a whole path um, and really up the ante on our skincare for that um, different time in our lives I guess yeah and what about for that well not so much the younger market even you know adults like that adult um, onset acne or acne for a young like you know a teenage skin or because we're wearing masks um, yeah. I've suffered that for a while. Yes, um, there is definitely a, a place. Um, I think it's important that the customers look or we add SKUs so that we're building and changing with our consumer needs. Um, definitely. Um, yes. Fantastic. And anything else, anything else you'd like to add that you can share with us in your portfolio that you think, you know, it's a must, it's a hero product, a hero ingredient, and you need to use it across the across the range? Uh, yes, I would say um, you. there's a brand new ingredient um, from CLR. They launched in April um, and it's all around um, reduction of wrinkle density and wrinkle volume. Um, also around skin topography as far as skin evenness and um, also uh, skin uh, colour. So it's a real... Um, I guess bang for buck ingredient in the fact that you've got at least four, I guess, positive aging actives uh, in in that in that one one ingredient. So you can really sort of make the most of that. It's a full face. That the data is amazing. A randomized double blind study. So um, that was that was a real um, a gutsy move. They also compared with regards to color that. Um, 
you would look at it with regards to comparison to makeup and the difference that it made in in regards to makeup. So I think, um, you know, people want to wear their skin as their skin now and they don't necessarily want to cover it up. So if we can make it look its best, um, then I definitely would say if you're looking for a positive ageing ingredient, um, definitely around the wrinkles and the colours, uh, colour of our, our skin and enhancing that, make luminosity and radiance, I think you can get, um, then I would definitely look at Cutie Guard. Uh, which is their new ingredient just launched. Oh, this is really exciting. I'm so appreciative of you sharing this information with us this morning. It's been great. And I'm sure everyone, um, you know, who gets to tune into this, especially those brand owners that are, are trying to think of how to, you know, extend their line or how to reach out to, you know, a new demographic or a new target market. Um, there are so many opportunities to help, um, you know, clients with, skin issues out there with some of your brilliant ingredients. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have to thank CLR for those. They uh, provide some uh, fabulous, fabulous work. I would suggest um, get on social media, on your social media platforms and follow CLR's posts, follow some of their key scientists there like uh, Harold and um, and follow some of the posts that I'll make myself. We'll be um, evolving, I guess, and having more uh, trends launch out of um, in cosmetics Bangkok. So yeah, just follow people on these social media, and you'll see more evolve. Cool. And if you just want to let everyone know when um, Bangkok's happening, I believe it's in November. And we're yes, November going over. Yes, November one through three. It's always Melbourne Cup weekend for us Melbourneites. Um, yes, I will be heading over. Uh, there's always training, and there's always lots of lovely trends going on. So it's a three day. Um, uh, uh conference um but you can register on on their on their um feeds and get information from in cosmetics um even if you're you're not going so you can yeah. really get in amongst that and follow them on uh line they'll be you know tagging and and there's awards for ingredients clr has won plenty of those awards over time so you'll see the latest and greatest if you follow in cosmetics asia fantastic thanks Bree. and lastly where's clr where are they based what where are they germany well, they a German company. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Belgium and German. Yep. Germany. Yeah. Great. Great technology there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I'm sure um, for anyone at home, if you have any more questions around some of these amazing ingredients at CLR and active ingredients and Brie um, distribute, please feel free to um, contact products at PH Factor. That's myself. Uh, possibly we can have like a meeting with with Brie and yeah. talk about some of those great ingredients and how to utilize them in your brand or your your products for your brand. That would be so, fabulous. Thanks so much, Brie. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, have an amazing day, um, and we'll catch up soon. Excellent. Thanks, Thank Brie. Thank, Thank you. you.